Are you ready to make 2017 the year you transform your life? You can wait for something to happen or you're actually going to decide to go, go home after this weekend to do something about that. We all know that we have a very, very limited amount of time on this earth. So let's not have repeated years. Live your own life. Make the choice, make the decision for your own life. Fear is where you develop courage. There's a moment going, holy crap, all right, I'm gonna do this now. The wellness breakthrough is coming. And so you actually have that choice every single morning, every single day, every single moment to decide whether you're gonna live it to the fullest or not. Join myself, Marcus Pierce, and the wellness guys, Damien Christoph, Lawrence Tam, and Brett Hill for two nights and three days of transformation at the country place. 10 acres of breathtaking rainforest in the Dandenong Ranges of Victoria, February 17 to 19. It's each and every single one of you are gonna support each other in your journey, whatever that journey is. Couples discounts available, limited spots remaining for all information and to watch the spine chilling video, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Sit back, light the fire, kick your shoes off, because it's time for That Paleo Show with your favorite caveman, Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Brett Hill, and this week I'm joined by Harrison Levy. Harrison has a fantastic story. I think it's one that many, many people around Australia and around the world have experienced something similar where Harrison's really into fitness. He was really into uh, cross-training at the gym. Uh, he took up the paleo diet in 2011 and realized that all of the stuff that gets promoted to gym junkies and weightlifters and all of those people isn't really that healthy. And it has a lot of chemicals in it. It has a lot of long names in it. It has a lot of artificial ingredients in it. Um, that you know, some of those are probably not very good for your health. They're certainly not paleo. And so Harrison wanted to try and get the best out of his body. He wanted to get the best out of his training. And he realized that those, those products weren't helping him get the way he wanted to get, what, what he wanted to get out of his training, but also weren't helping him get what he wanted to get out of his health. Um, so one day he decided to try an experiment. He went to his local health food shop, bought a bunch of different ingredients to make his own pre- and post-workout supplement, um, and realized that he could do it better than what he was purchasing. And so it ignited his mission to create pre- and post-workout supplements made from real wholesome foods, which I think there are many people out there listening in who do like to exercise, who would be really interested in finding out how you went about this, Harrison. So Harrison, welcome to the show, mate. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Brett. Uh, it's great. I loved hearing this story. I was just reading about it. I was so interested. Um, you know, It reminded me so much of a really good friend of mine here in Adelaide. His name's Ilya. And, uh, and he's one of the owners of Nutrition Republic, which is this fantastic cafe. Um, and he really started on his journey for exactly the same reason as you. And, and my guess from, from listening to both of your stories is that it's not an uncommon journey for people to go on. So tell us about your journey right from the start, Harrison. You know, where were you before you discovered paleo? And how did that transition come about for you? So I have been following, you know, before I even knew what the term paleo meant, 
I had been following a paleo diet for about the past 12 years. Um, I've been following a paleo diet. Uh, I had been, you know, living a very active, healthy lifestyle uh, in the gym every day. Uh, but the one thing that totally contradicted all of the healthy things that I was doing was I was taking these um, supplements that were just loaded with absolute junk that were doing so much more harm to my body uh, than they were good. Uh, and somewhere along this uh, health journey of mine, I kind of, you know, became aware of that contradiction that uh, these supplements that I was putting in my body just totally went against everything else that I was doing, uh, you know, to be as healthy as possible. So, you know, I stopped taking, especially those pre-workouts. I was so hooked on those pre-workouts to give me energy before the gym. Uh, I stopped taking those, started to look for some natural alternatives uh, and, you know, I was able to find um, a couple, you know, clean, natural options here and there, uh, but nothing that was really satisfying what I was looking for. So especially for the pre-workout, you know, the natural options, for me, they were just, uh, you know, way too weak. It wasn't even giving me more energy than, say, you know, maybe a cup of coffee would. Um, and then, you know, for the protein, I was able to find, you know, a straight whey powder, something like that. But I really wanted, you know, a whole food based uh, paleo powder. Uh, and that's kind of what started the uh, the journey. Yeah, it's such an interesting journey. Like I said, I think there's, there's so many people out there because when people are so passionate and inspired about their fitness, then they become passionate and inspired about getting the best out of their body, you know, in, in all different ways as well. So, you know, for those people who are out there doing it, Harrison, I'm sure there are heaps of people out there who are, you know, either doing a paleo lifestyle or experimenting with a paleo lifestyle, but they're still smashing it out at the gym and they're still kind of, you know, hooked on their pre and post supplements and stuff. How would they know that those things aren't doing the right thing for their body? Like, what sort of signs and symptoms do you find that people often experience when they are using those more artificial supplements in terms of their workouts? Um, how, what, how, what effect does that have on them? Well, you know, that, that, that's the thing is, um, uh, you know, a lot of people, they just, they don't know what to look for. Um, you know, they, they think that they're, uh, taking a healthy supplement, but they might not be as, you know, read up on health and fitness as, you know, some other people are. Uh, so they're taking, you know, these chemical filled pre-workout supplements. Uh, they, they think they're doing good for their body, uh, but they're not. And, you know, sometimes maybe, you know, Sometimes maybe you will feel, you know, a little too jittery. You'll feel that you're putting something totally harmful in your body. And, you know, maybe you're in tune with your body and you're able to say, okay, that didn't feel right. I'm not going to take that anymore. Mm -hmm. But, you know, more often times than not, um, you know, you take it and it feels totally fine. And you'll, you know, get the desired effect in terms of if you're taking an energy supplement, you'll take it and it gives you great energy. But you're just you know, not aware of the fact that it's really doing so much harm to your body. Mm. So, is it, I mean, is it the case that people doing that uh, might be pushing themselves too hard because, you know, they, they've got those stimulants, they have the sort of spike from the stimulants and then maybe the crash later on and that the repeated, you know, repetition of doing that you know, might be causing them things like adrenal fatigue potentially later on in life? Yes, absolutely. And, I, and you know, that is something that I think that I dealt with for a little while was adrenal uh, adrenal fatigue because you know when you are taking these supplements daily um 
you build a tolerance and you need more and more to produce that desired effect. Uh, and if you don't listen to your, you know, natural uh, internal cues from your body, absolutely, you can push yourself too hard. And yeah, that can lead to adrenal fatigue. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what people will experience, you know, they'll, they'll get that level of adrenal fatigue, you know, often that means then that their, their, their body isn't going to be functioning, it's going to be in that state of stress, often in a state of inflammation, you know, so some of those people might not just, they might just not just notice the lack of energy, they might find that their body's more inflamed, so they might be more prone to injury, you know, they might find it a bit harder to recovery from workouts. They might find that, um, you know, autoimmune or inflammatory diseases are flaring up within their body because they are putting their body into that state of stress with those artificial stimulants. Um, and as I said, that roller coaster of stimulants and then crash, stimulants and crash particularly can really stress out the body. Um, you know, do you see that with, with other people, you know, around you training, doing those sort of workouts? I do. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's, you know, um, uh, so I'll, I'll from personal experience, I used to take, uh, I don't know if you remember Jacked 3D and uh, specifically the original Jacked 3D formula, which is now illegal because now, you know, later on, um, the USDA banned a lot of the ingredients that, that were, you know, giving that strong energy boost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I would take Jacked 3D before uh, I would exercise early in the morning. I would take Jacked in the morning it would put my energy through the roof. I would get a fantastic workout. It would put me in a good mood. I'd be going 100 miles an hour. And then sure enough, always shortly after, um, you know, as much as it would boost me up, I would crash equally hard. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a really common thing, I think. And I think there's probably a lot of people experiencing it. And there'd be a lot of others, I think, also who are who are using these supplements and feel like it's going pretty well. You know, they're, they're not necessarily noticing massive, um, you know, ill effects from it. Uh, but for some of those people as well, it, it, it's crept up on them. You know, and it's not until they, they sort of get themselves a bit cleaner and a bit healthier. You know, I've certainly seen plenty of people doing this in the practice. Um, as I said, my friend Ilya, certainly this was his experience that when he did start cleaning up his diet, going to more whole foods, going to more natural foods, he just felt this whole new level of energy and vibrance in his body and athletic performance and, and less injuries and all of those, you know, mental health, all sorts of different changes. And it really wasn't until he actually changed to a cleaner diet that he even really realized that there'd kind of been a problem previously. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of the times, you know, the, the, the thing is p people don't really know what truly uh, feeling healthy is is like because, you know, a lot of times a diet is, you know, not is contains a lot of junk and processed food and, you know, you're uh, taking in a lot of stimulants and, and you don't know uh, what it feels like when you kind of have a whole food based diet and when you're, you know, nourishing your body properly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Harrison, how much exercise were you doing at this stage when, when you first started out, you know, and you were using your pre and post workouts? What was a typical like exercise regime for you, and what sort of exercise were you doing? Um, so I, I would exercise six days a week, uh, which I still do uh, today. And you know, if, if if there's anything that my exercise routine is most similar to, I would say it's 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 very similar to CrossFit. Um, I do a lot of just a lot of functional movements: squats, pull-ups, <clears throat> box jumps, deadlifts, jump rope. Uh, so, so a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of CrossFit, a lot of calisthenics, a lot of that type of stuff. Yeah, perfect. 
And so how long were your sessions usually? You were doing six days a week? Um, I do pretty heavy. I, I would say I'm in there about two hours every day. I do pretty uh, pretty heavy gym sessions. Yeah, cool. All right. So we're talking like 12 hours a week, probably pretty intensive yeah. exercise if you're doing that sort of CrossFit style. Um, so it's it's obviously, you know, it's a fair load on your body. Like there's a, there's a fair bit of uh, work being done there, certainly. Absolutely. Cool. So I guess the, the next thing I was interested in then is, you know, we talk about pre and post workouts. You know, um, you mentioned a couple of brands earlier. I have no idea what they are because I've never really done pre or post workouts at all. And, and to be perfectly honest, for myself, it's just sort of playing devil's advocate here because I'm curious to hear your answers. You know, they never really made heaps of sense to me. Like, you know, you spoke before about the whole idea of you know, having stimulants before your workout uh, to, to sort of boost your energy and boost your performance. And, and I guess to me, that made sense that that might boost my performance in the short term. But I was always worried about how, you know, artificially boosting my performance and perhaps doing more work than I would otherwise naturally be, be willing to do, how that would affect me in the long term in terms of potentially burning out and adrenal fatigue and all those sort of things. Um, you know, at the same time, you know, I look at it from a paleo perspective and I think, well, you know, if I'm doing a, you know, I guess what I would think of as perhaps a natural amount of movement and, and exercise, then, then you know, then eating the paleo and doing a natural uh, approach to that makes heaps of sense. But, but for some people who are doing, I guess, more elite performance and elite sport where they're going above and beyond what perhaps the paleo might have been a natural paleo amount of movement, um, then maybe they do need extra help. Um, and so for perhaps for someone like yourself who's exercising, you know, 12 hours a week really intensively or, or for someone else who's a, perhaps, a, you know, a, an elite footballer or an you know, elite sports person who are doing over and above what perhaps is the innate movement of the body, then it makes sense that maybe they need a bit of extra help to get that extra workout. Um, is that kind of the way you think about these supplements, Harrison? You know, I, I personally, I think... It, it, in terms of stimulants, um, if you can get along just fine with, you know, a ton of energy and, and, uh, you don't feel like you need them ever, then that's great. And you should stick to that. <laughs> uh, but for a lot of people, you know, whether it's, you know, uh, that they have to get to the gym either after a long work day, or if they're running on, you know, less, uh, sleep than what's optimal, or for whatever reason, uh, and, you know, they are uh, needing that energy boost, um, you know, this Roots, the Roots Energizer gives you that boost in a much more, uh, in a much cleaner, uh, healthier way than a lot of these, you know, artificial stimulants. Yeah, perfect. I love that answer, Harrison. And I think you're spot on. Like, it's like, you know, ideally we do things, you know, that, that natural sort of paleo approach is great. And then if you need something, then, then you know, taking the more natural approach, you know, as natural as possible, then is, is the next best solution, which I think, you know. Yeah. Was- and listen, you know, that's honestly, and that would be my exact same answer to, um, you know, people who ask, uh, you know, if the protein is necessary or when they should take the protein powder. I always yeah. say it's, you know, it's best to have a real whole food based meal. So, you know, chicken with broccoli and an apple or whatever, you know, a real whole, clean whole food based meal. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, life gets in the way a lot of the times. And if you don't have time for that or if you're on the go or for whatever reason, if you need, um, you know, a protein shake, you can benefit from the clean whole food based roots protein shake as opposed to a lot of those kind of. Uh, more artificial shakes. 
Perfect. Yeah, I love that. Like, you know, people often ask me what my pre-workout is. You know, I, I do uh, I do CrossFit now, but I've previously done, uh-huh. you know, lots of running. I ran an ultra marathon. I've done all sorts of different stuff. And, and I was a bit like you. Like, I, I wanted to, um, you know, I realized that I wanted some sort of an electrolyte drink to do my ultra marathon because I figured I needed something, you know, as I went along the way. So, I did. I made my own electrolyte drink. You know, I've, I've got a little ebook about that on my website that people can find. And, um, you know, because I wanted to do it as naturally as possible. But, you know, often people ask me, they say, you know, what do you do for a pre-workout? And I say, well, usually my pre-workout is the night before I have a really healthy paleo meal for dinner, you know, because right. most of the time I don't even eat in the morning before I go work out because I don't want to throw it back up again when I'm doing CrossFit. And, and sure. then, you know, post-workout, it's like, well, yeah, scrambled eggs with bacon and bucket loads of vegetables, you know, that, that's usually my post-workout. And, uh, and I find that works really well for me. But as you said, you know, other people who are, you know, more time poor, who are, you know, who are struggling with perhaps less sleep, you know, I, I, you know there are times when I, I've done that as well. You know, I'm just thinking now, I can remember having to do a radio interview at like six o'clock in the morning um, when my newborn son was like a couple of months old. And I, I hadn't slept. Like I was, I'd maybe had a couple of hours sleep the night before. I knew I had to go on and do this radio interview and, and I my brain wasn't even functioning. Like I could barely get the keys in the ignition to start the car to get to where I needed to be. And so, I don't usually drink coffee, but I had a coffee because I knew that, right. you know, there was stuff that I needed to do. You know, there was people I wanted to help. There was a message I wanted to share. And if I didn't have that coffee, I wasn't going to be able to do it. I, my brain just was not working. So, you know, there, there's a time and a place for it. So, you know, you mentioned earlier, you might send me some of these uh, these supplements to try. As I said, I'm, I'm doing CrossFit now. I've been doing that for the last sort of four to six months. So, uh, I'll be really, you know, I, I love experimenting. I love playing around with stuff. So, I'll be really curious to, to give it a bit of a go at, uh, you know, before and after CrossFit and, and see what sort of effect it has because I find it fascinating. Yeah, no, I, I would love to hear your feedback. And I, I would think that you would find especially um, the energizing powder if you find that right dose, because, you know, everyone's different. I, I take a slightly higher dose than most people. Some people who are sensitive, they'll take, you know, even half of a scoop. But I think if yeah. you find that right dose for yourself, it'll really uh, help with your workouts. Yeah, I'll be really curious to play. My suspicion is mine will be a really low dose because I'm like, you know, in terms of, I mentioned caffeine before, I'm super caffeine sensitive. Like, I had that coffee before going on during that radio interview. And the interviewer was just looking at me like, are you a bit nervous here? Because I was, I was sweating. I was jittery. My voice was stuttering. I was like... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Then for sure, start with, start with half a scoop and then, you know, assess it after that. All right. Cool. I love that. So, um, you know, I'm really curious about how you started uh, making these supplements because there are a lot of people out there who do like to do it for themselves. You know, as I said, for me, you know, I made my own electrolyte drink because there really just wasn't anything available on the market. But... But even now, if I was to do it again, I would probably make my own because, um, you know, it's cheaper and, and I, I can know I can control exactly what goes into it. You know, I can make sure I get the good quality organic ingredients and all that sort of stuff and I can put exactly what I want in there. So, what would you say for people at home who are thinking, well, I'd quite like to sort of experiment um, as Harrison did and, and look at creating my own pre and post workout sort of stuff. What sort of things should they be looking at putting into there if they were going to make it themselves? Well, you, you need to find... Um you know, you, you need to find natural herbs that are effective. Uh, so for me, you know, go, going back to kind of my story and how I ended up, uh, you know, making these supplements in my own kitchen, um, I, I was a student in Ann Arbor, Michigan at uh, the University of Michigan. Uh, that's around the time when I decided to stop taking 
those chemical filled pre-workout supplements and, uh, you know, was looking for some natural alternatives. I didn't find any natural alternatives that, you know, were giving me what I wanted. So I said, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go to a health food store. I think I went to a local GNC, um, and I'm going to look, you know, for some plant-based, uh, stimulants, some herbal energy enhancers, uh, that will, you know, serve the same purpose as a pre-workout. So I went in there, I think I bought, um, yerba mate. I bought some matcha green tea. Um, I bought Tonkat Ali powder, uh, some guarana and, and, you know, maybe a couple other, uh, herbal <laughs> energy, uh, enhancers and some adaptogens. And I mixed it all up and, you know, it obviously tasted terrible. Uh, <laughs> But, but what I, what I found, uh, you know, which was obviously no shock is, you know, these natural energy enhancers that are not doing the harm to your body that these artificial, uh, products are, you know, if you're finding the right natural energy enhancers, they give you a strong, strong energy boost and they get, you know, they gave me exactly what I was looking for and exactly what I used to get from those you know, unhealthy, uh, pre-workouts. Yeah. And so were you combining them with food? Like, do you, do you incorporate that into like a smoothie or something like fat, proteins and carbs and those, and nutrients in there as well? Or do you just have that just as a standalone sort of shake? So, so the, the, the first experiment, it was just a standalone shake. I, I mean, it was really basic. I just took, uh, you know, I took all of those separate powders into my kitchen um, I got a, a, you know, sensitive scale so I could weigh out the measurements. Um, and I, you know, put in a pretty, um, standardized dose of each, uh, ingredient in, uh, you know, I mixed it all up and I drank it with water and it tasted horrible, but it gave me great energy. And so did you then, did you then experiment with that in terms of adding in different foods and, and mixing it up in different ways to try and make it taste better if nothing else? <laughs> so that experiment, I did that experiment and I found that, you know, uh, all of those herbs, they, they did give me the energy that I was looking for, but I kind of, again, at, at this time, I wasn't really thinking about, um, you know, creating my own pre and post workout <laughs> supplement. It was kind of like one day I just kind of, <clears throat> you know, wanted to try a little experiment on my own. And it kind of worked and, you know, I didn't give it much thought afterwards. And then after some time had passed, I had graduated college um, and I was working at a talent agency in Los Angeles. Uh, it, it, was, it was at that time when that, this thought of, you know, creating natural, all natural pre and post workout supplements, it started coming back to me. So then from there, I kind of picked up the idea again uh and yeah this time uh for the pre-workout i also bought some freeze-dried raspberry powder some lemon powder and i added some stuff in you know to try to make it taste good you know with the idea that one day maybe you know i could uh pursue this as a as a full-time job and so in terms of what you have before you go work out would you then just have that uh pre-workout or would you have breakfast and then, you know, or whatever meal you're up to and the pre-workout. And if so, 
you know, so I guess the question is, is it like a meal replacement or do you have the meal and then your pre-workout? And if, if you do have the meal, then what, what does the meal typically look like for you before you go and work out? Yeah, so personally, <laughs> I, I need to eat uh, before I exercise. I, I, get, I get nauseous if I don't eat before I exercise. Um, so normally a pre-workout meal for me, uh, it, it's protein, vegetables, and a lot of healthy fats. I, I need those healthy fats for uh, energy, especially because I don't eat, you know, any, uh, uh, you know, bread or anything like that. Yeah. So for me, you know, normally eggs, avocado, and literally just like people look at me like I'm crazy when I do this, but literally just a big bowl of raw spinach and I put it in my mouth, like just, <laughs> just, I, I just eat the raw spinach, but that's normally what the pre-workout meal is. Uh, and to answer your question, the energizing powder is not a meal replacement. It's a small little uh, 15 calorie uh, drink that you mix up and you take it, you know, for the way it makes you feel. Uh, but you, you can't take that in place of a meal. All right. And, and if you were doing like, if your meal before you went to work out was say a smoothie, because you know, sometimes I'll do a smoothie and I'll put, you know, I'll put all those spinach and healthy fats and all that sort of stuff into the smoothie. Can I chuck that into the smoothie? Absolutely. And that's actually one of the most common ways that people take both our energizing powder and our uh, protein powder is as a boost in, uh, in smoothies. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, let's talk about post-workout. What do you usually do post-workout? Obviously, you've got the protein powder there. Um, you know, once again, do, do you have just that? Do you have that and a big meal? Do you, do you eat right after your workout? Do you save eating till later? What do you do post-workout, Harrison? So, personally, I'm, I'm normally not able to sit down and eat a balanced meal right after I exercise. So, what I'll do is I'll have the roots protein powder with almond milk right after I exercise. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, as soon as I can, I'll try to sit down and have a, you know, a full balanced meal, again, chicken or turkey, uh, with some types. I love avocado, more avocado, mm -hmm. and you know, spinach, carrots, some type of vegetables. Perfect. So we, we talked about the, I guess, the energy pre-workout. In terms of if people are thinking about trying to create their own stuff post-workout, um, you know, what sort of protein powders should they look for and what sort of ones should they avoid and what sort of other ingredients are good to make sure you've got in there to help, uh, I guess, you know, supplement that protein powder as well? You know, it, it all depends on, you know, how you react to different foods and what you're looking for. But for people who follow a, a paleo diet, um, I think hemp protein is a great option. Egg white protein is a great option. And then another one that I love that a lot that that's in the roots protein that a lot of people uh, haven't heard of that it's a it's a complete protein with all the essential amino acids and B it has a really nice kind of nutty taste almost like um, almonds or something like that is uh, Sacha Inchi protein. Wow. What's that? Yeah, so it's it's a seed. It's a seed from uh, South America that looks and tastes like a nut, but it's not a nut. So people with a nut allergy uh, can have that with no issue. Uh, and again, complete protein, but really, really has kind of a nice uh, nutty kind of full uh, flavor. Wow. So 
I know one of my friends, uh, Cindy O'Meara, who is a, uh, a nutritionist in, uh, here in Australia. Uh, she she has a powder that she sells, which is called Inca Inchi powder. Is that a similar sort of product? I would probably guess that it, it's Sacha Inchi powder with just a different name, but I would probably guess that it's the same thing. Yeah, okay. There you go. Cool. I like that. Yeah. I like the fact that there's people, you know, other sides of the globe and, and you're saying the same things in terms of some cool powders to put in because I'd, I'd never heard of it until I'd heard of that Inca Inchi from Cindy. And then, uh, yeah, when you said Inchi, I was like, that sounds familiar. Yeah, and, no, and it's really cool. And from what I understand, it's like it's such a staple in uh, South America and their diet. It's such a nutrient-dense uh, food. But you know, for whatever reason, it just – nobody really seems to know about it here yeah. in the U.S. And personally, I didn't know about it until I started researching what I wanted to put into uh, our protein powder. Nice. Well, it's great having you guys out there researching that sort of stuff. I, I looked on uh, Cindy's website. She says it's Peruvian. So, I'm, I'm guessing it's if, if it's not the same stuff, then it's very similar stuff, which is really cool. So, um, look, great information, mate. I've loved what you've shared with us today. Um I haven't even talked about all your apparel because you've, you've got these like really cool shirts and singlets and stuff that you do as well, um, which is obviously with your Roots brand. Can you tell us a little bit about what, what made you decide to do apparel? You know, so again, so the, you know, the, the biggest thing for us once we have, you know, we, we, we really have a product that we think is so great and can benefit so many people. So the next step, the biggest thing is obviously just marketing and getting the word out there. Uh, and, you know, we thought that apparel would just be a great way to, you know, uh, someone buys the shirt. It's just exposure. They take a picture. They post it on social media. Just another way to kind of, uh, you know, get our brand name out there. Yeah. Well, they look like lots of fun. Like I'm looking at the shirts. It's like get back to your roots. You know, no weakness. Uh, the yeah. one that I loved it. It was like, pray for the weights I'm about to punish. I, I don't think I'm anywhere near as good at punishing the weights as I should be to be able to wear that shirt. But it's uh, they're, just, they're just cool. They're looking fun. They got a little caveman on the front there. So I can imagine so many paleo people who just love to get into that sort of apparel and love to sort of, you know, be a bit evangelical and let everyone know that they are paleo. Uh, they're going to love that sort of apparel as well, I reckon. It's lots of fun. Yeah, no, what I always say, they're, they're shirts that command respect in the gym. No question about that. <laughs> yeah, you just have to have the gym performance to be able to back it up. That's the only thing I'm not sure on, Harrison, but, but they'd be lots of fun anyway. So, um, thank you for sharing all your wisdom with us today, mate. It's, it's a great journey. It's a great story. I think you know the products you've created are fantastic. There's so many people out there who could really benefit from swapping to these more natural, more paleo approaches towards their pre- and post-workout supplements. Um as I said, you know, some people will want to do what you did and, and be able to go out and, and figure it out for themselves and source all the different proteins and powders and energy boosts and all those sort of things and do that. Uh, for others, you know, as you said, many of them whom are time poor and energy poor, um, then, then wanting, they'll be wanting to get hold of and find out more about your products. So they can go to your website, which is rootsnutrition.com and that's R-O-O-T-Z nutrition.com. Um, they can find out all about you on Facebook at Roots Nutrition on Instagram at Roots Nutrition um, and they'll find out all the information there about the superfoods, you know, the energizing powder, the protein powder and all the different apparel they can find there. So, um, no doubt many of our listeners are going to want to uh, get hold of that and give it a go. As I said, I'm looking forward to giving it a go and, and uh, seeing what, uh, you know, what experiences I can have doing my CrossFit and, and see the difference I notice with the pre and post workouts. It'll be lots of fun. 
Um, so thanks for coming on the show today, buddy. Yeah, Dr. Brett, thanks so much for having me. I so appreciate it. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing your feedback on the products. Beautiful. So for everyone else, until next week, join the conversation on Facebook. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Join our newsletter list at thatpaleoshow.com and let's help grow the paleo tribe worldwide. Join us next week on That Paleo Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.